1: Mega Man Radio Network. This is a live program. If you missed our last show, we had Pastor James Mobley in the first segment of tonight's uh, lineup. Now we're going to be having Pastor John Gogan on here momentarily with Agape Bible Fellowship. AgapeBible.org is his website. Now I want to make a couple announcements for those of you who are just tuning in first time this week. We do have our official. 96K stereo stream up and running. I want to thank Rich Keltner, Watchman Radio, for helping me over a period of about two weeks get this thing set up and tweaked. So again, shouts out to Rich. Thank you, brother. God bless you. Uh, So you can listen to the stereo stream for free. We have it running on each and every show. And all you've got to do is just click on the special link. It'll take you there. And you can listen uh, in stereo. Now, If you also simultaneously want to be participating in the Blog Talk chat, just make sure you go into the chat room and mute that browser player or you're going to get a dual stream in 8-bit and 96K. So I just want to tell everybody that that is available. Uh, As always, uh, the show's going to be available in MP3. I am going to have to set up a separate archive for the stereo feeds, though, because what is uh, archived in Blog Talk is the 8-bit. So I just want to uh, share that with you tonight. We're going to be doing a show every night uh, this week. We don't stop for Christmas. We'll be having on uh, tonight Pastor John Gogan. Tomorrow night is Thursday. That means John Kyle. Friday, we're going to have Pastor John Franklin. Uh, Saturday, Sunday, we have Dr. Pat Holiday, the School of Deliverance and Intercessory Warfare Prayer. And the next week, we start it all over again. Um, So I'm going to praise God for the opportunity to meet with you here. We'll do this as long as the Internet is up and I have the strength to move forward. But our goal is to equip other people into the deliverance ministry to pick up the sword and go out there and battle the host of hell. You know, we need an army of believers, just like the demon said the other night. I'm so glad there's not many of you out there because we're going to win. Now, folks, that's what Satan and his host of hell think about the situation right now. Are we going to let that happen? Absolutely not. We're not going to do it. You know, one angel can put a thousand demons to flight. Praise God. And if we would just get equipped, we'll learn about spiritual warfare. We've got to learn how to do self-defense, of course, because the attacks are going to come. And you start learning the tactics of the enemy. You understand how they come in, how you can get set free. How you can stay free in Jesus' name, then you can move forward and wage war. You can launch an attack against the enemy. You get the bushwhacker out there, and you just start cutting down those demonic weeds out there. You know he's grown up in all of our lives. We were talking with one guy today and said, "Where's Leviathan?" Because we had we knew he was Leviathan was in this individual, and it spoke and says Leviathan is in all of you. How sad that is, if that were true. But one thing is for sure there's demons in about everybody walking the globe right now. The question is do you have control over them or are they in control of you? Somebody alerted me in pre show that Ozzy Osbourne is giving out a special edition Ouija board to anybody that buys uh, VIP tickets to his concerts. God forbid. You get a hold of Ouija board, you just curse yourself down to three and four generations. Do you know that? Well, many of people out there do not. And they'll they have a curse, and they'll also have a demon that comes in that's going to start tormenting them. And witchcraft demons are very nasty. At any rate, uh, I want to thank you for tuning in tonight. Let's get Pastor John on the line. Stand by
0: while I cue him up. PJ, Pastor
1: John Gogan, how are you?
0: I am well. Can you hear me? Is everything okay?
1: I can hear you great. Uh, how am oh, I coming to
0: Excellent. I can hear you fine. And uh, again, I just want to thank all those who are listening. And I really appreciate each one. We prayed up a storm today. And uh, I know everyone who's listening is by divine appointment. Amen to that. And uh, shall we start the program off with prayer tonight, Pastor John? Yeah, let's do that. Let's um, let's as I am, uh, am fond of saying, let's pull our faith and let's ask God to to give the enemy a a real whooping tonight, so that uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, His Son, can be uh, magnified, and that we can get to freedom. Freedom is the name of the game, isn't it? Amen, brother. All right, let's pray. Well, Father, right now we come to you through the Lord Jesus Christ, your only begotten Son. And Father, we uh, we can't do anything. Father, we're reminded of John 15, where Jesus said that without me you can do nothing. And Father, it's not about Brother Shannon. It's not about Pastor John. Gogan, it's it's nothing to do with us. We are at best only unworthy servants. And Father, right now we know it's all about the Lord Jesus Christ. And Lord Jesus, we come to you and we praise you. Thank you for being our wonderful high priest. You're the only priest we need. You are the, the greatest one we could ever have and we thank you and praise you for your goodness and for your chesed, your loving kindness, us would. And we, uh, in your authority that you've given us, Luke 10:19, we break the chains of command in the heavenlies, on the earth, under the earth, and within people. We lose myriads and myriads and myriads of angels to fight our battles in the heavenlies. And Father, we pray that uh, the demons will be kept so busy that they will not even be able to uh, reinforce. We pray that no supply lines would be able to get through. And we pray right now that uh, everyone who is hungry and desperate for freedom will receive the measure, uh, precious Father and precious Lord Jesus, that you have for each one tonight. Whether it's a half a cup of deliverance, whether it's three quarters of a cup, whether it's a cup or two cups or five cups, whatever you have for us is exactly and precisely what we want and what we need. And uh, thank you for this day. Thank you for protecting us. Thank you for keeping those cars and those trucks and uh, those, uh, those big uh, uh, plow trucks or whatever kind of trucks away from us. We know the enemy wanted to smash us like a pancake, but they're going to get smashed tonight because we know that we have that authority in Messiah Yeshua, and we w- believe it. And we uh, are assured of it, and we just uh, thank you in advance for all that's going to be accomplished. Father, to you be the glory. Lord Jesus, to you be uh, the glory as well. And Holy Spirit, lead, guide, and direct from this moment on. And we ask these things in the almighty name of Jesus Christ and all of God's people, say amen, amen, and amen.
1: Amen. Well, Pastor John, how has your uh, week been going?
0: Uh my week has been interesting. There's been some bodily attacks. There's been my wife was attacked. Uh, you know, there's I remember reading uh in the paper, or excuse me on, on the on the website, I think it was Drudge report where uh, some uh, some Wiccan up in Toronto was uh, really excited about this uh convergence of the the lunar eclipse along with the uh, the winter solstice. You know, th- these are major uh, days for those who practice uh, the occult on a regular basis, and those who are who are fervent children of Satan. And uh, so she was uh, bragging about that. And. And uh, combined with uh, with all the stuff that's going on out there, with with uh, the Christmas uh, deception and so forth, you know, there's a lot of attack coming against those of us who are uh, stepping up to the plate and fighting the enemy. So it was interesting. My wife was attacked uh, that night uh, with some severe pains, and and uh, uh, they're subsiding, and she got some she got some deliverance. I kind of woke up and I was praying with her. So uh, hey, we're in we're in the battle. We're we're we, we parachuted behind enemy lines. When we got saved and we're we're in the battle, we we didn't put our guns down and go back to the barracks and watch TV, and and we're all in it together. And so, my week has been productive, and I really appreciate once again uh, the opportunity to be on Omega Man Radio. And I'm getting some great phone calls, by the way, from people who are being uh, just real blessed by this uh, message that all of them are telling me. Brother Shannon, they're not hearing in the churches.
1: Amen, brother. They uh they don't want to talk about it. They're in denial. Uh who, me have a demon? No way, come on. I don't have a demon. I mean I hear some of these people say that and you know, listen, uh, pre show I got a uh contact from a friend, and uh, the friend said um, the other night at about two three a.m. in the morning, best of his recollection, uh he heard a boom and uh and then he heard a voice says, Ghost! And he opened his eyes to hear uh, something in his kitchen had slammed, uh, I guess, a silverware container onto the ground with all the knives and forks and stuff like that. And the next thing you know, he was grabbed and started to levitate, and he said it was as though something picked him up and was carrying, it, carrying him over his shoulder and went up and hit the ceiling. And that's as far as he could go before he dropped back down on his bed. Now, folks, this isn't science fiction that I'm talking about or some you know, fantasy trip, this actually happens. And uh, all I could tell them was, uh, you know, you need to go through your house and look for any occultic gateways, and you're going to need some deliverance. Uh, You know, the enemy's found some entry point into your life. And so, uh, you know, this stuff goes on all the time. And uh, back to your point, it even happens in the churches, Pastor John, I believe with regularity, and people go to the pastor and they say, well, you know what, you can't have a demon, you're a Christian, go take some psychotropic drugs i mean what's going on out there i just i just can't even uh, fathom it's uh... it's a battlefield and um, people don't even know how to um, to fight because they they can't see what they're fighting and they just don't believe that it could be in them as a christian
0: and you know the sad thing is with all the psycho heresy out there and the 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 secular psychology which has seeped into the church and into the leadership when i was in texas 20-some-odd uh, years ago, before I started pastoring Agape Bible Church, it was sad because a lot of the churches down in Texas, the Southern Baptist churches that I was involved with in ministering with, Brother Shannon, they, they were sending out their people to to psychologists. And these psychologists and uh, even psychiatrists, of course psychiatrists are the only ones licensed to write prescriptions, and they were putting the people on drugs, uh this is sorcery. This is uh, the Greek word pharmakia. We get the word pharmacy from it, and it it, it puts you right into the occult realm. These spirits uh, then have a legal ground to enter, to get you in bondage to this stuff, and it's horrible. But the churches, rather than dealing with it, and the pastors being well versed in the scriptures to be able to, uh, you know, I'm all for counseling, but you know, it's only to find out where the open doors are to attack the demons. So without deliverance, the missing one-third of Jesus' ministry, Brother Shannon, there's no way that they're going to have the kinds of answers that they need to give to the people so that they can get some freedom without having to turn to what the world does, and that's getting into, as you said, the psychotropic drugs and the, 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 the uppers and the downers and, and the, the, the pills that will put you to sleep. Uh, and it really is sad. It is sad, but um,
1: for those that are awake out there right now, praise God for you. And uh, many, many know that the deliverance is the children's bread, and that are tuning into these programs are actually uh, seeking answers, or they're, uh, they're trying to get equipped, get stronger, get the victory over their own um, strongholds in their life. And then, as we tell people, you know, you get set free, and then go out and replicate and help someone else, and uh, hopefully. You know, a Deliverance Army can be built out there, you know, amongst uh, all the ministries um, that are preaching the truth. And there's not a lot of them, unfortunately. But uh, we have to keep on, you know, battling and uh, try to do what we can do. Leave the rest to the Lord. I, I know he, uh, he he knows the situation that we're in, you know, the dire straits. But, you know, he is looking for people that will uh, step into the battle, no, how, no matter how big the odds seem out there. Well, you know, we've had a number of requests coming in uh, lately, Pastor John, a lot of them in the wee hours of the morning when people are getting attacked. And, you know, one that we fought this week was um, a uh, very powerful demon known as Leviathan. I'm sure you've had some encounters with Leviathan before.
0: Uh, Leviathan, I think I would mentioned probably in within the last program or two, Brother Shannon, that the Leviathan is, I believe, the first uh, demon that comes into us. At our conception, I'm not talking our birth. I'm talking at our conception, when uh, all those chromosomes, the necessary number, meet. I believe it's 28 and 28 in each uh, in each cell, uh, the sperm and the egg. And they, when 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 the uh, replication of the cell begins, and we are a fully human, full human being. Uh, not fully formed, but we have all the requirements there to begin the process, and uh, that's when the spirits begin to set up shop. And I and I believe that the first, since the first sin of the universe, uh, was pride. Isaiah fourteen. That uh, and of course it was uh, Lucifer who was uh, who was the proud being, uh, the proud personal being, I should say, and uh, one of the three angels in the in the triune, just call it a trinity, the angelic trinity, that uh, he and Michael and Gabriel, and uh, that he committed that sin of pride, and I believe it was uh, it's kind of a. Uh, as uh, progenitor, if if I could say that, or at least uh, uh, an example of what the first sin is, and I think it's the first uh, strongman spirit that comes into us, and he's the one who begins to set up shop using generational curses, generational iniquities, and also the generational spirits that come down into the child. Uh, from conception, and then begin to form in that child to to get them to the point where they're able to make choices and they're able to understand, uh, even elementary right and wrong, yes and no, obedience or disobedience, and they begin to work in their lives to get them to disobey more, their parents, those in authority over them, and especially God and His Word, and then they end up in trouble, uh, or, conversely, they end up obeying and uh, and receiving, uh, not trouble, but blessings because of that. So Leviathan, in short, is a very, very strong spirit. He's one of the first demons I dealt with and in my own life. And he, he gave me a run for my money, and he's been giving me a run for my money uh, all these 20-plus uh, years now of, of hitting him week after week, month after month, year after year. And uh, of course, not all Leviathan. But I'm just saying that as the Holy Spirit kind of shows uh, shows you, and He will show you, you know, when to hit him, uh, when to leave him alone, go after something else, uh, how to starve the spirits uh, with humility. In the case of Leviathan, do things that humble you intentionally. Uh, James four says to humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God; He will exalt you in due time, and um, He gives grace to the humble. So Leviathan is a very formidable spirit, and as we've noted before, Brother Shannon, Job 41 says what? That he is the king of the children of pride. That's right. Uh,
1: Pastor John, does Leviathan uh, have multiple heads? I've heard uh, reports that he has as many as uh, eight heads. What's your experience with that?
0: Well, again, I I don't... Uh, I don't doubt it. Obviously, whatever he looks like in the spirit realm is is, uh, formidable. Uh, It seems as if the description that's given that God gives of what he looks like in the spirit realm is more in the form of, of, I would say, a a, a giant uh, Jordanian or Nile River crocodile. Uh, if If you listen to the description there, he, he uh, all i can tell you is that i think in short god is trying to say he's very ugly and he does ugly things to to people's lives and uh, the description by the way is is outstanding and it is a uh, a real uh, detailed uh, uh exposition shall we say explaining of uh the things that leviathan will do within us when when we have him present, and, and yeah, he's present in everybody. It's I, I haven't found one person, I- including myself, of course, who does not have uh, at some point in time a problem with pride. And he, I don't, I can't, don't, I don't really know uh, if he has seven heads or eight heads. All I know is he's got multiple uh, strongholds within our lives and it all depends on how proud our ancestors were and what we've done with pride in terms of trying to crush it and doing things you know remember god says humble yourselves he didn't say i'm going to humble you first uh that'll come later if you don't humble yourself but uh humble yourselves it's a command it's in the imperative voice humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, so he, so God wants us to do things intentionally that will starve the pride within us, and uh, you know one key example we 're going to talk about bitterness and unforgiveness tonight. One key example is uh, is is humbling yourself when you 're wrong. A lot of people uh, I could speak for men because I is one, and uh, a lot of us guys have have a huge difficulty with humbling ourselves and if you don't believe that just talk to it talk to the wives or, or the, in some cases the girlfriends of of a guy who just won't admit that he's going in the wrong direction uh he'll spend an hour going in what he thought was the right direction and then have to turn around and make up that hour because he's too proud to admit that he's going in the wrong direction and uh so leviathan is a is a really a multiple if you want to put it in terms of head, I see no problem with that. But uh, he's a he's a multifaceted uh, demon, and uh, you know we don't run into usually if the, if there's a demonic nest, for instance, Brother Shannon of pride, it's not usually it's very rare. In fact, I don't recall any at any time ever running into like two or three or four spirits in one nest. Uh, usually it 's in the in the tens you know the fifties sixties eighties or even in the hundreds and again it determines on uh, it 's all determined by how much pride there has been uh, in the sins of the fathers, the ancestors, and how much uh, how, how many years of pride obviously a twelve year old kid is not going to have as much pride as a thirty uh, two year old person who who uh, has a uh, let's say some advanced degrees, and and they've got a good job, and they're proud about how much money they're making. They're proud of their education. They're proud about uh, you know who who they are and what they've accomplished. And uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with accomplishing things, but there is something wrong with being proud about it because Paul says in Corinthians, "At what 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 do we have that we have not received? Why do we glory as if we have not received it?" Everything we have, especially the breath that we breathe, is a gift of God. Life is a gift of God. So we have to maintain that humility in order to really uh, nail pride, uh, kind of starve him, as I like to say, and then kick him out in Jesus' name. Amen. And that's uh, one of my favorite parts is kicking
1: these demons out in Jesus' name. <laughs> you know, there's nothing like the sound of a demon screaming as you send it to Tartarus <laughs> in Jesus' name, day or night. Amen. Beautiful sight. Uh <laughs> So we're going to talk about uh, two spirits tonight uh, that a lot of people see all around them. Bitterness and Unforgiveness? Yep. Take the microphone.
0: Uh, Brother, uh, bitterness and unforgiveness is, again, uh, a spirit that you run into, that I've run into, literally thousands of times, and I've gotten... Uh, copious amounts of deliverance from bitterness and unforgiveness. Myself and other people who I've run into have uh, have received some good, solid freedom from these uh, very dangerous spirits. If uh, again, if you have your Bible, uh, this program is Bible based and is Bible centered and uh if uh, if you have your bibles uh, obviously uh, please and you're able to please turn to it if you're listening on the radio or listening uh, I should say MP3 or listening uh, on your on your uh, cell phone by way of the internet or something. Then, uh, and, and you're driving, please be careful and don't do anything foolish. It's very important to uh, just uh, use common sense, and uh, we don't want anybody getting getting hurt. Uh, unnecessarily, and, and uh, especially putting you in danger, uh, your safety is our utmost concern. So uh, if you have a Bible and you're able to, however, uh, look it up, if you go to a text, uh, go to uh, Hebrews chapter 12, and there's a key verse in verse 15, and I've been doing Hebrews, believe it or not, on Thursday nights here at Agape Bible Church for about 10 years. I've been in the book of Hebrews, and uh it is, uh, I'll tell you, I have been so blessed. I'm finally in the, in the last chapter of Hebrews, and I think I've gotten the most blessing from studying it. And one of the key verses we looked at, I think I spent probably a couple of three weeks on it, is Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 15. And the text says, and this is the word of God, see to it that no one comes short of the grace of God, that no root of bitterness springing up causes trouble and by it, many be defiled. And what I'd like to draw your attention to is that uh, you know you're coming, uh, you're, you're, you're kind of nearing empty on grace. That is God's grace operating and pouring into your life when you experience bitterness in your life, and particularly bitterness, of course, toward other people, but you can also be bitter against yourself. And bitterness is absolutely a um, a sin, of course, and it's a a, a synonym of unforgiveness and uh, kind of a kind of a uh, shall we call it a sister sin of unforgiveness. And the bitterness we have run into is a is an evil spirit. And again, uh, one of the ways that uh, characteristic ways that demons operate in our lives is. Uh, As Proverbs says, the curse causeless shall not come, shall not light, uh, shall not be able to uh, come upon you and come into you. Because uh, there's got to be a reason. And uh, the reason that a demon has, of course, uh, and the curse that comes with it for entrance is that three-letter word sin. And you will never hear me say that demons are the bottom line, or that our fight with Satan is the bottom line, because it isn't. The bottom line, if you're into math, the lowest common denominator, when you were doing fractions in, uh, in, in school, late elementary school or early middle school, junior high school, the lowest common denominator is sin. And sin is our problem, because sin is what opens the proverbial barn door to the demons, And uh, if you look at chapter 12 and verse 15, you know you're coming short on God's grace when there's bitterness and unforgiveness. And you know, another demon we ran into is identified in the scriptures by the name or by the phrase root of bitterness. The root of bitterness. And of course, root of bitterness will work with bitterness. And both of them will come into you or I because of unforgiveness and almost a sinister enjoyment of being bitter towards someone. So we have to deal with it. And of course, a troubling spirit can come in in because it says root of bitterness, Uh, no root of bitterness, springing up causes trouble. So you can have a troubling spirit there as well. And uh, Pastor Mobley uh, was on uh, last uh, a couple hours before me, and he gave a great message at one of our workshops on uh, troubling spirits and and uh, and uh, related. So, if you'd like a CD of that, you can get it uh, through Agape Bible Bookroom, and uh, just contact me at P J Servant at AOL dot com, P J Servant at AOL dot com, or AgapeBible.org, dot org, and go into the uh, into the place where you can uh, send me an email. And uh, we'd be glad to uh, get that to you. And it's a tremendous uh, uh, CD. And uh, look at, by it many be defiled, is the way the verse ends. That is, by the bitterness, by the root of bitterness that roots in your life and in mine, when we are unforgiving and bitter and retaliatory toward people, toward others who have hurt and disappointed us, look at, we defile other people. And what's one of the first things? I mean, practically look at it. You know, the Bible's true, so you know it's practical. Practically speaking, whenever we're bitter towards someone else, if we're honest with ourselves, what's one of the, one of the first things that we do? We tend to either get on the phone or get on Facebook or we get on Twitter or we get on, uh, uh, you know, send an email out and if we have a problem with someone, now I know it's only, you know, Brother Shannon and myself that probably do this. I know probably no one else out there does it if you're listening, but uh, obviously being facetious. But uh, you tend to try to down talk someone else to, to poison them toward that person because they hurt you. You want to spread the poison. So you want to spread the defiling. So we've also found spirits of defilement come into us. And it's sad, but, you know, Jeremiah 17.9 is true today as it was uh, thousands of years ago. And it is the fact that your heart and mine is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. So if your heart and my heart apart from Christ, coming in and, and daily, day by day, moment by moment, being given permission and allowed to rule and reign in our hearts and change our hearts, and of course some of that's going to come with deliverance, that we have a wicked heart and we have a defiled heart, and it is very deceptive. Never forget that. And that's why I always have a problem with someone you know, telling me that, well, this, this person is basically a good person. Or that person is basically a good That's not what the Bible teaches. Romans 1 says that there is none righteous, no, not one. All we like sheep have gone astray. We each have turned to our own way. But the Lord laid on him, the Lord God, the Father, the Lord the Father laid on him, Jesus, the Lord the Son, the iniquity of us all. Not his own iniquity, but our iniquity. So it's very important that you deal with bitterness and unforgiveness in your life because uh, these demons will come in, and they don't come in onesie-twosie. They come in in kind of like a wolf pack. They come in packs, and depending upon how long the door is open, Man, if you keep that door open for, you know, let's say a few weeks or a few months or even a few years, uh, only God the Holy Spirit knows what what came in and what entered. And, you know, it's one of the key reasons why so many of us have a problem when we hear someone's name who, let's say, you know, we borrowed, they, they borrowed our dress, if you're a woman, and they wore it. And they never told you after they returned it, but you found out weeks later that they tore the dress, your favorite dress, a very expensive dress, and they never even told you. And immediately something happened to you in that you began to have a, an unforgiving attitude toward them, which allowed that unforgiving evil spirit, demon, to come into you to keep it up, to make it worse. And to actually begin to hate them. So hatred comes in. That opens the door for hatred to come in. Again, these are all closely related. Remember, never forget that when you're looking in the scriptures, when you're looking in God's word, whenever you see sin lists, that is, lists of sin, you can be guaranteed that those same demons by those same names can be there inside your life, and in mine. So it's very, very important, again, to deal with bitterness and unforgiveness. If we turn over to Ephesians, it's one of, the, one of my favorite verses. Uh, well, part of me likes it, and part of me hates it, to be perfectly frank with you. Because Ephesians chapter 4, and, uh, and verse uh, 31, talks about bitterness. Well, let's back it up to verse 30. And uh, Paul is very clear, and by the way, these are commands, these are not options, these are not, well, if you want to do it, it's okay, and if it's not, you know, well, no problem, you can, you, you'll still be all right. Uh, that's not what he says there. These are commands from, from God's Word. These are commands that he gives, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, to the church at Ephesus, and of course, uh, to all of us, because it, it applies to everybody, all those who, who name the name of, of Messiah. Look at with me in, in Ephesians 4.30. And stop, the Greek is literally, stop grieving the Holy Spirit. So they were already grieving Him. They were already grieving Him. And it's a very strong word in the Greek. You know, it is very, very ill at ease and, and sorrowful. Crying, if you will. Because of what he sees, God's children, as he's inside of us, what he sees us doing in terms of our attitudes, in terms of our words, our thoughts, our actions. And stop grieving the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Again, a great verse proving you cannot lose your salvation And the demons have admitted this, by the way, because the ceiling is until the day of redemption. That's either our death or when Christ returns for us, I believe, in the rapture. So that's the only time that you're... Have you, the, and even then, you're not in danger of losing it because you're immediately absent from the body, present with the Lord. We're sealed until the day of our, of our redemption. And we have actually commanded spirits to reach out and touch the seal. They will not do it. They're they're afraid of it. They get very anxious and nervous. They will not touch it. They know they can't touch it. And behind that door, that sealed door, is where the Holy Spirit, the Holy of Holies is. And, of course, the new nature is also residing there. But look at it. In verse 31, let all bitterness and wrath and anger, so you know if, you, if you're knocking the door, and there's a spirit of bitterness there, and of course multiple spirits of bitterness, bitterness toward mother, bitterness toward sister, bitterness toward uncle, bitterness toward someone at work, bitterness toward boss, it, the demons don't care what names they come in by, they just want to come in in order to get us out of God's will and to destroy us. They destroy our joy, they destroy our happiness, they destroy our love for the Lord, they destroy all kinds of things, destroy our work, because the boss gets mad at us and fires us, because we can't hide the bitterness anymore. So, let all bitterness and wrath and anger, and and wrath and again all these sins go together, usually with this bitterness there's also anger and wrath and uh, clamor, and slander be put away from you along with all malice. And, of course, malice is, uh, is intense hatred. So, obviously, we're supposed to put it away. We're supposed to uh, stop it as a sin. And then, of course, we're supposed to work out our salvation, our deliverance, same Greek word there, soteria, with fear and trembling. That's exactly what happens in deliverance. I've seen a lot of people tremble when they're getting when they're getting free. I myself have, and uh not all the time, but we're supposed to be working out this in our lives, and that's exactly what happens in deliverance. Look at verse thirty two and be ye and here's the command again, be ye kind one to another, tender hearted. don't you love the word tender hearted? I mean, it captures the essence of the meaning so well. Tender-hearted, not hard-hearted, and we have run into demons called hard-heartedness, cold shoulder, and uh, similar. Look at it. Tender-hearted, forgiving each other. How much? Equal to or just as God, and that's the Father, in Christ, in his Son, has also forgiven you. It's for Christ's sake that he's forgiven you. It's because he loves you and because he sent his son to die for you and took care of the sin problem in our lives. Now he wants to take, take care, of course, of uh, of the demon problem. I don't know if I've shared this before on the air, but if I have, please forgive me, and hopefully uh, you'll be able to bear with me. But for those of you who've never heard it, uh, uh, Pastor Henry Wright has uh, written some various uh, booklets and some other materials. Again, you can get them on cancer and uh, on uh, multiple areas. And uh, he has penned a book, uh, particularly on this uh, area of cancer, and I wanted to hear something from it. So obviously this is him writing, and I'm I'm reading uh, this booklet. I'm quoting him. Uh, I don't want to take credit for this because I didn't write this. He did. But it's an outstanding book. Listen, listen to what, what he says. He says he was in teaching in, in Wycliffe, uh, North Carolina, and there was a lady in the audience who had lumps in both of her breasts. So obviously breast cancer, forming. She heard my teaching on cancer in that conference, and one of the things we've seen in cancer is the separation and breakdown of relationships between the female who has the breast cancer or lumps or tumors and another female. This could be her mother, sisters, mother-in-law, or another close female. In this case, she had simmering bitterness against her mother and her mother-in-law. Are you listening? I was teaching there for three days, but she did not come to me. She never said a word, in fact, to me. I never even talked to her or prayed with her, but instead she went home from that conference thoroughly convicted by the Holy Spirit. She went into her prayer closet and began to repent to God for bitterness against her mother. And then suddenly, the Holy Spirit formed these words in her mind. You need to not just repent. You need to go to your mother and make it right. So she made an appointment with her mom and admitted this long-term bitterness, irritation, and resentment. And she made peace with her mother. When she was rechecked by her doctor, all lumps were gone, but in her left breast only. She went back into her prayer closet and said, God, why why, why only one one breast? Again, in her mind, these words formed. The Holy Spirit said, you've only done half the work. What about your mother-in-law? Then she made an appointment with her mother-in-law and went to her. She took responsibility, repented, and I like the definition, by the way, end quote. I like the definition of repentance. Repentance is feeling sorry for your sin and sorry enough not to do it again. The Greek is, uh, is metano, uh-oh. it means to literally change your mind so you change your conduct. Beginning quote. She took responsibility, repented, and made her peace with her mother-in-law. And when she was rechecked by her medical doctor, all lumps had disappeared, now in the right breast. And this was over 10 years ago, and she's well today, and she's an active servant for the Lord. Case histories are providing documentation for for this insight. We have seen that cysts, or tumors... In the left breast tissue seem to follow bitterness and conflict between females and another female who's a blood relative, such as mother, sister, aunt, or grandmother. Tumors or cysts in the right breast seem to be the result of unresolved bitterness and conflict between that female and a non-blood relative, someone such as a mother-in-law or a female in the church or at work, in the workplace, end quote. If I ask you a question... I, Brother Shannon, I don't know what people are paying right now for for for, for you know lumpectomies or breast cancer, breast surgery, mastectomies, whatever. I don't even know what people are paying for psychiatrists. Do you know? It's got to be a
1: lot of money, Pastor John. I mean, uh, probably tens of thousands of dollars. Not to mention the uh, the medication they're putting them on,
0: and maybe reconstructive surgery. And in terms of psychiatrists, a good friend of mine is a psychiatrist down in Bradford, Pennsylvania. Uh, I don't remember. It's got to be, I think probably close to what attorneys are making—probably two hundred dollars an hour. It's so it be big money. Yes, sir, brother. This information that you're getting on Omega Man Radio is priceless. It's better than the Mastercard or Visa. It's priceless. Amen. It's better than having to go to a psychiatrist and get under medication, being bondage to pharmakeia, sorcery, and still have the problems. It's better than trying to medicate yourself with alcohol and illegal drugs and or, or, or illegal drugs. This kind of stuff can literally, this kind of information can literally impact and change your life to the point where people sit up and take notice. You used to have, you had breast cancer. It was diagnosed, and all of a sudden, because you know the truth that can set you free, John 8, Jesus said, John eight thirty two, you shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. This is part and parcel of the truth that can really give you the kind of freedom that God wants every one of us to have. You know, Pastor John, um, again, I'm
1: hearing statistics like one in four people are getting cancer. Almost everybody knows someone with cancer. And I believe that a large majority of it are evil spirits. Now, I know that there can be some environmental causes, naturally, but, I mean, if if that's uh, truly the link, um, there, they've got bitterness and unforgiveness, cancer, arthritis, they're coming in. Uh, God have mercy. There's demons everywhere. People need to go after these, because these uh, bring in some really... Nasty diseases. I was uh, in a parking lot the other day, and I saw this lady, and I looked at her, and it was like God gave me the spirit of discernment. I looked at her face, and it was like I saw some bitterness there. And uh, she started to walk, and I noticed she walked with a limp. And I said, poor lady, I wish I could stop and pray for her. <clears throat> I don't know her. And then I didn't go very far, and I saw another lady. She was also dragging her leg. I said, God have mercy. What is this? A coincidence? A coincidence? And, uh, you know, the spirits are taking people down. They're taking them to the grave, folks. We've got to root these things out. We've got to forgive, not to mention, you know, Jesus says, if you don't forgive, neither will my Father in heaven forgive you. So if we've got bitterness and unforgiveness, we've got, um, we've got some serious problems
0: laying ahead of us. I mean, the word means what it means, doesn't it? Brother, it does, and in Deuteronomy 28. By the way, it's interesting. A lot of Christians love to talk about God's blessings. Whenever I am in an audience and I ask people to raise their hand, how many want to want to be blessed by heaven? Raise your hand. I mean, who in the world doesn't like it when they're getting cards from people and they open the cards and there's a hundred dollar check there, or a fifty dollar check, or a twenty five dollar check or there's cash coming out of the card. Who does not like blessings, in that case, money blessings, from people who give you gifts? Well, don't you want God to be able to bless you so that when you open up his card, these blessings are pouring out? And Deuteronomy 28, I I did the math once, Brother Shannon, and I think it's like 15 to one or five, 10 to one, I don't remember what it was, but it was a it was a huge ratio of blessing of of uh, blessings to curses. That is, God wants to bless, but brother, there are a whole lot of curses in Deuteronomy twenty eight. And it's interesting if you go to. Um, well, let's read it. Uh, Deuteronomy 28 and verse 20. You know, It says, uh, The Lord, Yahweh, will send upon you curses and confusion. And again, he's just said, If you will not obey, in verse 15, you know, if you do not obey Yahweh your God to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes, which are charged to you this day, that all these curses shall come upon you and overtake you in the city, in the country, in the, your basket, in, in your ne- ne- uh, kneading bowl. The offspring of your body, so your children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren. Look at verse 19. Curse you will come in, curse you will go out. How many people have felt that way? Where it seems like, I was just talking with a uh, listener on the on on the phone today, it seems like you try and try and try and try and try and it nothing seems to work. Everything seems to be roadblocked. As soon as you start running, bang, someone just sets up a a brick wall, and you smash right into it. These are curses. These are curses and demons. This is how Satan operates. And then uh, look what it says in verse 22. The Lord uh, will smite you with consumption, and with fever, and with inflammation, and with fiery heat, and with the sword, and with blight, and with mildew, and they shall pursue you until you perish, that is, your enemies, and these curses. And when you pray, heaven which is over your head will be bronze. Seems like you'll never be able to break through. And it's probably talking about physical rain as well. And uh, verse 25 Yahweh will cause you to be defeated by your enemies. And people are wondering why in the world it seems like Satan's winning. Homosexuality is rampant. And so much of the world is just so filthy and 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 defiled and it seems like satan is winning left and right especially within the churches and that's because people by and large are not even hearing the reality of curses in their lives they're not hearing the reality of and the necessity absolute necessity of having to pursue the enemy instead of them them chasing you you're chasing them in your life but again I found it was interesting that verse twenty two talks about, you know, wasting diseases and I will send upon you consumption, diseases that will consume you. And what is cancer but a wasting away disease? And of course we have found Oh no. Amen. It's uh it's a
1: wasting disease. It eats you alive, literally. From the inside out, uh, many times, uh, these things are real. And, you know, we don't have to uh, be subject to these things. You know, we can uh, learn to forgive. We can uh, repent. And we can kick these things out, bitterness and unforgiveness. And when they go, they brought in disease like cancer and arthritis. That's got to go, too, in Jesus' name.
0: You have to hit them, brother. And that's where most Christians just kind of drop the ball. They they, they don't even know. They don't even. They're not even aware. Uh, And again, I've never said demons are everywhere and demons are everything. Of course, they're not. Uh, The Lord is everywhere. The Lord is everything. But the more I'm in the battle, brother, the more I see of how pervasive the enemy, the the Satan. I'm telling you, Satan's uh, internet, uh, man's internet, is nothing compared to Satan's internet. He is a tremendous. Uh, vast communication links, and all kinds of things that we we don't even know about unless the the Holy Spirit is is gracious to show us these things. But the neat thing, of course, is greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. But we've got to know our enemy. One of the things General Schwarzkopf, Norman Schwarzkopf, did in the Persian Gulf War, brother, is he studied Saddam Hussein backwards and forwards. He knew more about Saddam Hussein than, than his own mother knew about Saddam Hussein. So it is absolutely essential that we know the enemy. And, uh, you know, Paul says in Corinthians, what is it, 2 Corinthians, I think, 10 and verse 11, excuse me, 2 Corinthians 2, 10 and 11, lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. And the context, of course, is forgiveness. So unforgiveness and bitterness will open the door for the enemy to attack and for Satan to to have some pretty strong measures to fight us with and to defeat us. So we don't want to be defeated and we have to hit them. We have to hit them first.
1: Amen. Excuse me, Pastor John, uh, we've got a uh, question from the chat room. The question coming in is um, can you break a curse in someone else on their behalf?
0: Uh, That's a Excellent question, and of course, um, most of the time, my experience—I'm just going to tell you my experience—is when it when it comes to a curse, in uh, let's say a generational curse, because there are four uh, categories of curses. The when it comes to a curse uh, that is coming down the family lines, uh, you know, let's say the curse—curse uh, curse of atheism. Uh, uh, Hundred years ago, someone said because of these world wars and because of so many of my family members dying, uh, maybe the Holocaust uh, back 60 years ago, there's no way there could be be a God because if there is a God, then he's impotent. And I'm not going to believe in a God that's impotent and there is no God, and I will never believe in a God and no one's ever going to be able to convince me otherwise. Uh, He just brought down on himself and on his descendants the curse of atheism. Now, let's say someone... Two, two generations later, uh, is born, and that curse of atheism is operating on them and is in effect for their life, for his or her life. They have to find that out through the Holy Spirit, words of knowledge, gift of discernment, whether themselves or from a worker who's praying with them, and is operating in the spiritual gifts, and they need to break that themselves. So, brother, if it's a generational curse then that curse has got to be broken by the person themselves now there's another situation where let's say there's a small child and there are parents who are in authority over their child they can break the curses for the child yes but if the child is uh... no longer a child and is now an adolescent and uh... is old enough to understand these uh, truths then they have to be able to break the curses uh... themselves now let's say it's a curse coming from uh, islam And uh, daily, the Muslims are cursing uh, Christians, the West, the Jews, death to America, death to the Jews, death to Christians. They're they're extending the curse of death against us. Well, we can break that. I I break it for uh, all believers worldwide in Jesus' mighty name when I'm in my prayer closet. So those kinds of curses we can break in prayer for others. And uh, they're not even aware of it. Uh, most Christians aren't even, don't even know it exists, but I know it exists. And I can, in my intercession time, pray for the saints, as Paul says, pray for all the saints. And I can break that curse. But it's a very good question. Praise God. And
1: God bless you for doing that, Pastor John. I tell you. And if you have a question for Pastor John Gogan, uh, you can type it in the chat room. We also have an open line every show, 917-889-2745. Uh, continue on, Pastor John.
0: Yeah, so uh, my wife is listening to the program, and she said that there was someone who had blogged in and asked specifically regarding curses, uh, since, uh, of course, the Torah was written to the Jews, Uh, Deuteronomy 28 is obviously for the Jewish people, and does it apply to the Church? And I would have to say that, if if, uh, by way of example, if you, uh, you know, this is my my response, that yes, they apply to us because I don't see anything in Scripture that violates that that says they don't apply to uh, believers under the New Covenant. Secondly, if you look, for instance, at the only command with a promise, do you remember what that was or that is, Brother Shannon? What is one of the Ten Commandments that Paul says is the only one with a promise?
1: Uh, if you will honor your mother and father, your you got father, it. you will have long days on the earth.
0: You got it exactly precisely. you get an a plus a VG. amen, do I get a lollipop too <laughs> yeah well yeah you 'll get a lollipop too Thank you. and in fact we 'll give you two but the, <laughs> the 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 um tremendous truth there is that uh there is an Old Testament Ten commandment that was given to the Jews that is brought over uh, into the New Covenant, into the, uh, into the uh, New Covenant people, the church, uh, Jew and Gentile, one uh, in Christ, in Messiah, by faith, through, uh, and by God's grace, through God's grace, by faith. And, uh, it, and it applies to us. So obviously these, uh, there's nothing in Scripture that would mitigate and that would say that these curses do not apply to us uh... they do apply to us as as new covenant saints and uh... they're just as uh, as applicable to us as they were to the jews because uh... you know you're a believer in all generations uh... The, you know the the hebrews believe just like we have to they look forward to the cross we look back to the cross they looked forward to the promised messiah we look back to the promised messiah Abraham believed God, and it was reckoned to him. It was credited, reckoned, accredited as an accounting term, uh, to him for righteousness. So all he did is believe. And, of course, he proved his genuine faith by his works, but the works didn't save him. His, uh, his, his genuine faith did, and all the works did is just tell people and show others that he really, and show God that he really believed, because genuine faith works. Amen. And, folks, uh, if you're tuning
1: in, you're listening to Omega Man Radio Network. We're at the top of the hour, so we're going to take a short break and be back with Pastor John Gogan. But before we do that, Pastor John, give out your contact information, please.
0: You bet. The uh, very simple, it's uh, my personal email address, and I've got some excellent questions for people. PJ uh, PJservant at AOL dot com. PJservant. PJ stands for Pastor John in case you're wondering. Servant is that's all I am, PJservant at AOL dot com. And uh, of course our website is agapebible.org. dot org. And agapebible.org, agape, A-G-A-P-E, bible.org, one word, agapebible.org. And uh, our church office number that you can reach me at. I just got a wonderful call from just a really sweet gal today. Uh, from ohio who 's been listening for weeks and she's been. she says, uh, "I just download your your uh, your messages, uh, I love some of the other messages, but I just download yours download yours, and I listen to them constantly because you, you say things that are, you know are just so practical for me and i 'm not hearing it anywhere else, and I really want to be set free and I was so appreciative of her calling me. she said it took me some time to call you, but I finally got the gumption to give you a call." And uh, so it was wonderful to be able to talk to one of the Omega Man radio listeners, and she called me at, at our church office number seven sixteen area code seven one six six five 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 zero zero eight six five 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 zero zero eight. And uh, my wife and I have uh, have our date day on Monday, so Mondays is the day I take off. Sundays are extremely busy for me. Usually twelve hour days, and uh, so you're there Tuesday uh, through Saturday, Tuesday through Sunday, uh, and you can reach me. And if you can't, just kindly leave a message, and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Uh, I also have a workshop, mini workshop coming up in Johnstown, New York, which is right south of Albany. Uh, in upstate New York, and um, it's the first weekend—excuse me, first week of, of January—that's coming up, and I believe it's the um, uh, January the fourth and the fifth, Tuesday night and Wednesday night. And if you have any questions in terms of specifics, uh, feel free to email me. We'll get that. I'll let my secretary get that uh, out to you, and. Uh, We'll give you the information. But if you're in the Northeast, if you're in uh, Pennsylvania, uh, even as far away as Ohio, of course, or New England, and uh, especially New York City, we'd, we'd love to uh, love to be able to meet you there. Amen. We're
1: going to take a five-minute break. We'll be right back with Pastor John Gogan, Agape Bible Fellowship. That's agapebible.org. <laughs>
0: Your host, Shannon Ray Davis. Omega Man Radio is taking enemy territory for Jesus Christ. Yahshua preaching the gospel of the Messiah and ministering in deliverance and miracle healing. Has some great guest interviews, and you have the recipe for fresh oil for the airwaves. Tune in at OmegaManRadio.com.
1: Mega Man Radio Network. This is a live program tonight. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. We've got Pastor John Gogan on. His website is agapebible.org. That's A-G-A-P-E Bible, dot org. And I would encourage everybody to go out to his website. He's got a book room. He's got great deliverance material. Uh, Derek Prince, Wynne Worley, H.A. Maxwell White. In fact, um, he's got a book by H.A. Maxwell White called The Power of the Blood. Uh, it's something everybody should have in the library. The Host of Hell series by Wynne and Hegelish. audios, videos. Um, deliverance material is like gold, especially in this hour, because it's going to help you get equipped, along with the Word of God, naturally, to uh, battle these hosts of hell. And you can read about the experiences that others have had in this ministry. Uh, They wrote down their experiences so you can get ramped up very fast. You can learn from their mistakes. You can learn uh, their discoveries that they found through experience over decades fighting the host of hell. And uh, you've got all that um, to get you up and rolling fast. So praise God for Pastor Gogan. Let's get him back on the line tonight. We're going to be doing a mass
0: deliverance as well. Pastor John? Brother Shannon, right here, and uh, thank you once again for the privilege of being on the air with you.
1: Let me ask you a question. A lot of people say, well, you know, I want to learn about deliverance. And in addition to reading the Word of God every day, uh, what is some good deliverance books that uh, you would recommend I could start out reading and jump on in, as they say?
0: Uh, Pastor Worley, I was in his office one day, and he shared with me, 'Cause I asked him, I said, Pastor Wynne, what are the what are what are some materials that you'd recommend for those who are uh, beginning in deliverance, deliverance one oh one. And he said, Son, the four my four basic booklets warfare prayers, booklet number four, booklet number five, Sins of the Fathers and then I believe it's booklet 26, Fragmented Soul, Fragmented soul, and then 28 uh, booklet, I think of the numbers if I'm accurate, uh, Curses, Soul Ties, Binding, and Loosing, those three little subtitles all together. If you sink your teeth into those four basic booklets, you will sink your teeth into a prime steak, I mean a filet mignon, and you will be so blessed... By the flavor, and uh, you will be filled as you swallow, so to speak, because there is such tremendous truth there just in those four basic booklets. They're only about thirty pages, twenty-eight to thirty-two pages a piece, so it's not you know really intensive, tiring reading. Uh, we're not at the level of you know War and Peace, and it's uh, it, but it's very practical, very practical, good Bible teaching. Those are the four basic booklets. Of course, the other book I recommend is Battling the Hosts of Hell, which was Pastor Wynne's first book. We carry these in the bookroom, and I just sent out a set of four today to a uh, person. And I'm telling you, these are the beginning, beginning things uh, that I highly recommend to people. Of course, Derek Prince's, uh, we talked about curses a short while ago, Brother Shannon. Blessings and curses you can choose and we would be delighted to get those in your hands could, through Agape Bible Book Room. All you have to do is is uh, make contact with me. We can get those sent out to you. We usually ship within 24 hours, sometimes even same day, especially if you're Shannon Davis. And um, so we, we we try to do our best to get things out as quickly as possible because we know when people want something they don't want it um you know way in the future they want it like yesterday so we do our best and if we have it in stock which we usually do we'll we'll get them out to you but these are some basic basic materials frank hammond pigs in the parlor million copies two million copies sold i think it's you know 10 million it's, it's a lot of copies Pigs in the parlor. Again, a basic book. The only bone I spit out in there is it's got a chapter on, you know, don't make demons talk to you. Just get them out. Uh, totally wrong. Um one strength of Pastor Wynne was that he believed was a strong believer in manifesting. Not Amen. that every demon, not that every demon has to manifest. You know, some are just chickens; they just leave quick. They don't want to put up a fight. They don't want to put up a stink. Others will leave with manifesting. Uh, mo- many of mine manifest. Uh, some of mine don't. They just leave. And uh, I want whatever happens. We've we've just seen over the years that. And this is why Pastor Worley, one of the key reasons Pastor Worley let them manifest is because the Bible lets them manifest. Uh, When Jesus came down the Mount of Transfiguration, what what did he encounter? I mean, this heavenly experience, uh, this is what we're going to be looking like in the kingdom. You know, beings of light, uh, blazing, bright, and glorious, and immediately... The lights are turned off in a sense and he comes down with, by the way, notice Peter, James, and John. They were the desperate disciples. They really loved him, really wanted to get to know him no matter what the price. And he comes down, the other disciples, the other nine are there and Father comes up to them and says, hey, your disciples can't get this demon out. And that's when Jesus chastises them, you know, you faithless and perverse generation and he says, bring him to me, and, of course, the demon's throwing the kid in the fire. He's, uh, he's carrying on, and notice Jesus doesn't shut him, shut him up and say, you know, hey, don't do that. We don't believe in manifesting here. He lets him manifest while he's talking to the dad. Amen. And the, and the dad makes that comment, by the way. He says, I believe, help my unbelief. So he had some faith, like all of us, but he wanted the Lord to help him increase his faith, and Jesus says these come only out by prayer and fasting. And of course, uh, you got to assume that Jesus was regularly fasting as well, unlike uh, the disciples who couldn't get him out. And uh, of course, Jesus had 100% faith, and he freed this young man from that evil spirit. So it is so important to let demons manifest. That's the only bone I got to spit out, and I recommend spitting out in Pigs in the parlor. But otherwise, it's it's a really great book. Amen. And I would
1: uh, testify to that, folks, that uh, just as you take uh, enemy captive, okay, and sometimes you interrogate them to gain information uh, that's useful to win the battle, that's what we do, Uh, especially when we're doing these things on radio, because, look, uh, I don't have my vision working for me. I've got my hearing. Of course, uh, if you've got the gift of discernment of the Holy Spirit, that goes a long way, too, to give you a word of knowledge, but my point is, um, what we do is we interrogate the demons, we want to find out, um, especially the stubborn ones, what's your legal right, so that uh, if we haven't covered that in a renunciation prayer session, we can get the person to repent of that, break the legal grounds, cast them out. We also like to find out who else is in there, because demons don't come in just onesies, twosies. Uh, They can be legions, even in children. Uh, So what we do is we'll find out oftentimes, you know, what's your name, you foul spirit, and then we'll uh, ask who else is in there with you. And uh, that also gives us knowledge in future delivered sessions because, as Pastor John uh, taught in the first session here, that, uh, you know, there are family groupings of demons. If you find bitterness, you're probably going to find unforgiveness. Uh, You'll probably find uh, wormwood, gall, moron. Like we found a whole nest of these demons. demons in the bitterness grouping the other night, Pastor John, and I was not even aware of that. So believe me, when I come against it the next time, I'm going to make sure I call all these other names. So, you know, uh, basically Jesus interrogated them. He asked him what his name was. The example also Pastor John gave, and, you know, there'll be those that say, well, Jesus also told the demons to shut up one time. Well, he did, but that was, got to look at the context. Um, They were trying to disrupt the ministry, and uh, they knew who he was, and you know he was trying to go incognito at that point in time he had work to do and so you know he silenced them but uh, you gotta look at the context so clearly there's a biblical precedent for pressing the demons commanding them to manifest get the information and then we get them out of there so uh... you know what uh, when Worley, one of the greatest pioneers of all time in deliverance um, countless stories where he would uh, get the demons to manifest get information Use it in future battles. That's how you learn, my friends. And uh, I throw in with Pastor Win Worley. You know, he wrote uh, over fifty booklets, twelve books, thousands of hours of audio and video. And um, him and Derek Prince, some of the other men and women of God out there that have done deliverance and you know left behind a legacy that we can uh, get a hold of and you know learn what they learned and get up to speed and go into battle. So avail yourself of a Gobby Bible. Uh, book room over there at Bible dot uh, org. Sorry about that. <laughs> and uh, get a hold of this material, and then when you're done, give it out or, or buy extra copies, give them out to friends. You know, I bought a copy of Battling the Host of Hell the other day, Pastor John, from you, and um, I started giving them out as gifts over at Starbucks.
0: <laughs>
1: so people looked at me funny, you know. But the others said, "Hey, I'm reading this." Wow. Just you know? you start handing it out to people. I handed one out to a lady and. Uh, this is after I was talking to her about deliverance, and her eyes turn as black as coal. You know, there was some kind of spirit manifesting there. <laughs> but that's okay, you know? You want to
0: help people. so well, That's okay. I had a brother call me. Uh, uh, I was out of town, and he left a message on my, on my voicemail. And he said he was dialing my number. I've got it on the voicemail because something interrupts him as he's calling me. He says uh, he's in the car. He's parked. He's dialing my number. And all of a sudden, some guy walks up to the car and starts grunting. Oh man!
1: Wow! Like an animal.
0: Yes. So he's wondering <laughs> what's going on here. And of course, uh, the enemy was just trying to, you know, waylay him and 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 uh, get him get him upset and, <laughs> and uh, block him from from calling me. And uh, by the way, I wanted to comment. There's another interesting thing that, at least my opinion. Uh, revolves around this whole. Well, you know, Jesus told the demons, to "Be quiet and get out of him." Um, I, I really am convinced that one of the things Satan was trying to do, and you can support this with uh, evidence in the in the Gospels, because you know when he was tempting Satan, and by the way, he tempted him three times at one visit. There we was only given one episode because he also tempted him during those forty days and forty nights. At other times, the text says, but we're only given one episode, but notice he it, he told him that I will give you all the kingdoms of the world if you'll, only one thing, just bow down and worship me. Just 60 seconds. 30 seconds. Just, just bow down and worship me. And Jesus answers, you know, you should worship, you know, the Lord your God and him alone, obviously speaking of the Father at that point. And notice... Jesus doesn't say, well, you you liar, you can't give me any kingdoms. He he could give them the kingdoms of the world. But Jesus is coming back, I believe, in the millennium, in his second coming, part B, not in the air, but on the earth, when he steps foot on the Mount of Olives and the earth separates, and he comes to establish his kingdom, saving the neck of Israel at the end of the seven-year tribulation period, and he comes back and he gets all the kingdoms. so I believe what Satan and the demons are trying to do is get him you know nominated and elected to be President of Israel, shall we say, to overthrow the Roman Empire, but that's not why he came the first time. He'll be overthrowing empires, but that'll happen at his second coming. So again, they were trying to the demons are trying to stir people up to see him as a political messiah and to confuse people and then to pull the rug out from under them because when he, d- he wasn't there as a political messiah he came as the messiah the suffering servant uh, that Isaiah talks about and again I think that's one of the reasons why he says be quiet and just come out because they were trying to uh, ferment people get the mob going to, 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 to get him into a force him to the corner, in, in, into a corner, so to speak, of, of political messianic expectancy. And I think, he, again, you can put, support that by Scripture, and that's my, uh, one of my views as to why he told them, just be quiet and come out. Amen. And, you know, uh, people learn when you see manifestations. They say, wait a minute,
1: uh, now, I didn't believe that was in there. <laughs> or they, they see that a, a gateway is revealed that gives them a clue as to what's going on in their own lives. And they, they see the reality of it, so there's a lot to learn from people manifesting. Of course, we command, the uh, in Jesus' name, the angels to restrain the person, and we, we forbid the demons to uh, hurt the person as they're coming out, so in Jesus' name, of course. And so uh, I praise God for it. Well, Pastor John, shall we uh, do some Mass deliverance tonight?
0: Amen. And let's uh, let's attack. Oh, there's one more thing—a footnote. Because some people would be saying, "Well, you know, Satan is the father of lies, and demons are his uh, henchmen, so to speak, and all they can do is lie." And the the the, the fallacy with that is, well, then why did Jesus ask Legion to tell him the truth? What was his name? See, he was forcing him to tell him the truth. We've had many encounters with demons. Oh yeah, they're natural born liars. They're natural-born deceivers, just like their boss. But you, under the in the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ and in his power, you can make them tell the truth, just like Jesus made them tell the truth. And and by the way, uh, Brother Shannon, as you are well aware, we also can test them because we will ask them, and this is one thing that Pastor Worley taught us, or I should say another thing that Pastor Worley taught us, which works, will then answer stand at the great white throne judgment the answer you just gave will it stand at the great white throne no judgment and they're forced with all the angelic pressure with all the pressure coming from from the third heaven from the lord's throne from from the father's throne with with all the pressure that they're under they will tell the truth i've seen thousands of episodes like this over the years where they they will tell the truth and they will be forced to be humiliated in front of one another and they hate that, by the way, because they're naturally proud, like their like their boss. And they hate to be defeated. We've also discovered that they go that they're when when they are kicked out of Christians, especially full gospel Christians, salvation, deliverance, healing Christians. It's uh, it's punishment time for them. They go to a place called the dungeon of the dragon. The dragon, of course, being Satan. And he really? personally oh they get tortured. So they have a vested interest. I mean, no one likes torture. Uh, but they have a vested interest in not being kicked out. So we like the manifesting because we've seen it weakens them, they leave quicker, and we have no problem with manifesting. But if they want to leave, you know, we don't make them. Uh, just get out. That's that's the end result. So, all right, let's get into uh, a, a mass deliverance right now. And, of course, we talked about unforgiveness and bitterness, and I have not ever met a human being that does not have a problem at some point in their lives, with bitterness and unforgiveness. So, the first thing we need to do is, and Brother Shannon, you had mentioned it regarding Matthew eighteen thirty-four and thirty-five, where Jesus makes one of the most uh, awesome statements in Scripture. To me, if you're on the side of disobedience, uh, frightening Scripture, he says uh, that if you do not from your from your heart forgive your your brother, obviously brethren. Uh, sister or sister in the Lord uh, then my father in heaven will turn you over to the tormentors and we know that tormenting spirits of cancer and crippling arthritis and related spirits as well as other ones can because you know crippling can happen in the mind as well and uh, maybe it's one of the reasons for so much of the mental illness that we see along with the the uh, fooling around with the occult that, that brings in curses of insanity and the spirits of mental illness. So here we have a clear verse where we are warned that we have to be uh, instant forgivers. And I want to clarify that forgiveness, as Derek Prince teaches so well, is an act of the will. It's not an emotion at first. You may or may not feel it. when you When the demons are kicked out, you'll feel it. And that love will begin to flow, and the grace will begin to flow toward that person that hurt and disappointed you. But we need to go through the forgiveness prayer first, because it is so essential, and in fact will block any and all deliverance unless you do it and mean it from your heart. And if you don't get any deliverance, uh, it could be, though, is not always uh, that uh, you're not really forgiving. But you have to will to forgive. You have to say, yes, I've been forgiven for so much and uh compared to what i've had what god has had to forgive me for forgiving this person person a person b person c it's nothing it's hardly nothing it's it's nothing compared to what i've been forgiven for and that's the of course the whole thrust of matthew uh, 18 in the parable that jesus gives there so let's go through the forgiveness prayer and we will uh, uh take care of the forgiveness unforgiveness uh, bitterness retaliation and revenge so if you will uh, just agree with me in faith believing and uh, i'm not going to take uh, a lot of time in doing this so just i'm just going to read it slowly and just agree with me instead of repeating after me just agree with me in faith believing and mean it from your heart uh, to the lord and um let's t- see if we can Get some freedom tonight from some bitterness and unforgiveness. Father in heaven, I confess that in my past, I have held unforgiveness, sometimes bitterness and resentment in my heart against certain people who have hurt and disappointed me. I recognize it as sin and confess it to you as my sin, and I claim the promise of 1 John 1 1.9. I do now forgive the following people whom I can remember who have hurt and disappointed me. And I'll give you a few moments to, and I just ask God the Holy Spirit to bring to your mind the faces, the first names of people who you're holding a grudge toward, who you're bitter toward, and you have... Have not yet forgiven. I now freely forgive all these people and Father ask you to please bless them if they are still living. If they're not saved, then please reach down and save them. And if they are saved, bring them into the blessing of the full gospel. Genuine healing and genuine deliverance. I also forgive myself. For all of my faults and failures, for you and your Son have freely forgiven me. Thank you, Father, for freedom from the load of unforgiveness, bitterness, and resentment. In Jesus' almighty name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Brother Shannon, you want to, in case anybody, somebody, someone just tuned in, do you want to introduce the program? Amen. Uh, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Omega Man Radio Network. We've got
1: Pastor John Gogan on tonight of Agape Bible Fellowship. That's agapebible.org. PJServant at com. And what we're doing is we're going to be doing a mass deliverance. That means uh, you can get deliverance wherever you may be, uh, even if you're listening to this on an MP3. There'll be an anointing on this program. uh, And as uh, Pastor John uh, prays tonight, he's going to call out different demonic spirits. And you may find that you have something triggering in you. And remember, demons can come out any way they want. You can burp them out. You can cough them out. They can come out as uh, nasal drainage. Your eyes can start watering. You might vomit them out uh... you might scream them out but uh... one thing for sure every demon out is one less in as i heard a guy say pastor john
0: <laughs> let me give it back to you amen and by the way if if you can't have fun fighting demons uh... i don't want a thing to do with it because we have fun i mean they can, when they're under pressure they come out with such ridiculous and stupid things because you can tell they're just under tremendous stress and uh, I love to see demons under stress because they put me under stress. So now it's their turn, and we want to fight them. We want to punch them in both of their eyes, give them the hugest black eyes, and uh, kick them in both shins, and send them on their way because they have nothing good to say about us. They hate us, and they hate our Savior. And we need to uh, we need to get in the battle and fight them not only for ourselves but also. All those divine appointments that God has for us in our lifetimes that He wants us to minister to and He wants us to help. And of course, most importantly, including our families. And there are people who are hurting and they're dying on the inside. And they go to church and they're expected to be a certain way and they can't really be honest and open about areas in their lives that they know are demonic. They know it's beyond just the flesh. They crucified the flesh, and it doesn't work. Well, the Bible's lying to us. Well, it really isn't, because the rest of the Bible, the rest of the story, tells us something additional, that it's not just the flesh. It's also uh, demonic problems. And again, not everything's demonic, but not everything's the flesh. And the flesh, of course, is the favorite whipping boy of most uh, of uh, the conservative churches today, the true churches, born-again, Bible-believing, Christ-centered churches, and but it's not all the flesh, and there are boku numbers of demons there that are there working with the flesh, and of course with the godless, Christless world system on the outside, in order to defeat us and destroy us. Remember John ten. Jesus says that Jesus uh, said that Satan um, has come the thief, identified as the thief, not a thief, but the thief has come but to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus says, I've come that you may have life and have it abundantly. And that's, I like to put it, that's a whipped cream that's overflowing the saucer because there's so much on it. So let's uh, let's deal. You know, I I mentioned earlier about uh, the root of bitterness that defiles. And if you have an ungodly soul tie with another person who has talked with you about a uh, person that you know, and both of you know, let's say, and they have tried to defile you and poison you toward that person, you know, one of the first things you need to say is, listen, if you've got a problem with person A, you need to deal with it, and you need to forgive them, you need to go back to them, and you need to talk to them about it. Don't talk to me about it. And uh, try and get me involved in this by defiling me toward them. Have you noticed that when someone has has maliciously gossiped about somebody to you, that when you see them in church the next Sunday or service, or you see them in the store or somewhere, you kind of look, and your reaction to them is nowhere near as loving as it used to be? That's because they've defiled you. These demons have transferred through the ungodly soul tie. And you got to get your arms around this and deal with it. Break these ungodly soul ties. So let's see if we can do that right now in Jesus' name. And it's a really, it's only a few lines, so it's not going to take that long. And then we'll break some curses and uh, uh, that deal with ancestral sins, because uh, you know the, our deliverance uh, oftentimes will not happen unless we confess not only our sins, but also the sins of the fathers. And uh, that's a very important doctrine in the Scriptures, and it's one of the key booklets that you need to get hold of, written by Pastor Worley, called The Sins of the Fathers. So let's... Uh, bar heads and let's and let's get into prayer and break some ungodly soul ties. Father in heaven, I break and renounce cut and sever and loose myself from all evil ungodly unhealthy soul ties which I may have with any lodges Religious systems, adulterers, bitter and miserable people, alcoholics and drunkards, any close friends or family members, cults, and related in Jesus' mighty name, amen. Praise the Lord. And there's also a book, by the way, in the Agape Bible Bookroom, you can get called, uh, called uh, Soul Ties. And uh, again, just uh, a word to the wise. I know every listener is a wise believer, and you want to be able to get these things so you can uh, really sink your teeth in and get a hold of this truth so you can be aware of these uh, godly soul ties, which you want and you need, versus ungodly soul ties, which uh, the demons use as a bridge to transfer and they cause us to begin to think like that person, dress like that person, act like that person, talk like that person. So we need to be aware of these uh, these truths. Let's continue in uh, breaking curses. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, just agree with me in faith. I break any and all curses placed against me by witchcraft. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I break any and all curses of rejection from the womb or the curse of the bastard, illegitimacy, which may be in me or my family lines, even back to Adam and Eve, on all sides of my family lines. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I now renounce, break, and loose myself from all demonic subjection, from any ungodly soul ties, to my mother, father, grandparents, or any other person, living or dead, who have ever tried to dominate me. Contrary to the will of God and Word of God. I thank you, Lord, for setting me free. I also repent and ask you to please forgive me when I have ever dominated witchcrafted or controlled someone else or been or have been in a malicious gossip situation trying to defile and poison someone else toward another individual. in the mighty name of the lord jesus christ amen amen and amen some of you are wondering well what i'm not feeling anything nothing's really stirring on the inside on the other hand some of you may have some things kind of like mm, kind of bubbling on the inside or or it seems like there's something in your head that's saying don't do this uh it, the response can go to, from one extreme to the other. Uh, the key is is that you, you are, trust me, removing these legal grounds that the enemy has to stay inside of you. And your job and my job is, as I command these spirit beings out, is to will against them. Now, some people we run into, they will begin to pray in tongues. Don't do that. Because when these demons come out, by and large, they'll come out, just as Brother Shannon indicated, through the mouth. And that's with burps, yawns, pockets of air, belches coming up, or they will come out with shrieks, which is nothing more than than air coming through the larynx, even screaming because he's under so much pressure and he's scared, or retching and vomiting. So you may want to get some paper towels, and and or a a trash can, shall we say, because it could be uh, one or the other or everything in between. all depends on what measure of freedom that the Lord Jesus has for you tonight. But you have to be an active, willing participant. If you sit there and you're not actively willing against them, and again, keeping your mouth open and... You know, breathing normally, but when you feel like something's getting ready to happen, like a yawn is coming on, uh, you know, do it. If you feel like uh, a demon's getting ready to, say, shake your head and say, no, let it happen. Because In fact, you want it to happen because that spirit now is under pressure, and he is manifesting, showing that he's on full display, that he's there. You're not the only one home. And this is what the Lord wants to show you, that there are uh other entities shall we say you know uh brother shannon what was that program said the truth is out there remember that program uh, x files x files yeah uh the truth is there it's in the it is out there in god's word but uh the problem is is not the aliens who are you know supposedly out there uh, coming to planet earth it's the aliens that are inside of us those are the biggest problems those are just decoyed, you know deceptive spirits that are uh, setting up for the end times, but uh, the the real alien problem is not uh, Sigourney Weaver in Aliens, it's, it, it, and and it, on the outside the demons are on the inside, and and that's what uh, you know they're holding on for dear life. So make a manifest. You got to will against them. I can't say that enough. Well, let's continue in prayer, and then I'm going to call down some angels. Let's uh, confess. Uh, well, let's do do fragmented soul. Well. We're, not, we're running out of time. Confession sins of the fathers. Let's do that, and then I'll call down some angelic help, and, and we'll, uh, we'll get into battle. And I've got so a upper zone if you need it, Pastor Johnson. don't worry. Thank you so much. Uh, let's, uh, let's say this. In accordance with Leviticus 26, just agree with me in faith, I do now confess the sins of the fathers, the sins of my ancestors, all idolatry, Witchcraft and occultism. Lust, adultery, pride, and hatred. Divorce, perversion, and rebellion. All alcoholism and drug addiction. All stubbornness, wicked heart of unbelief. I claim the promise of 1 John 1.9, breaking the curses and lifting the curses, whoredoms and iniquities, from me and my descendants. And I command all evil spirits associated with these to leave me now and leave my family and go to wherever Jesus sends you. Let's continue. Father in heaven, I ask you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, your Son, to send out angels to gather up the fragments of my soul and restore them to their rightful place in me. With the full power and authority of Jesus Christ, I petition your throne for angels to unearth and break all earthen vessels, all bonds, bands, and bindings, which have been put upon my soul by any means. Please restore all the pieces of my fragmented mind, will, and emotions, appetites, intellect, heart, and personality, And have your angels take any fragments of anyone else's soul in me and restore them to their rightful place in them. Bring them all into proper and original positions where they belong, just as Adam and Eve were originally created in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. All right, good job. And again, as I call down for some angelic help, just you don't have to repeat this after me uh, in the sense of like you were before, confessing things. Just uh, agree with me in faith. And as I am, common of saying, am fond of saying, uh, let's pull our faith. Brother Shannon, myself, and all of you who are listening and blogging, and uh, let's call down the some angelic help for wherever you are right now and for wherever anybody who listens down the road to this, so we, can, uh, we all can get some freedom. Satan, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we put you and all of your legions on notice that we are attacking you from our position in Messiah who is seated right now at the right hand of God the Father in heaven, in the third heaven. This places us high above you, your principalities, powers, thrones, dominions, and world rulers, rulers of darkness, kings, princes, and every other angelic rank under your command. In Yeshua's almighty name, Father in heaven, we ask you for sufficient legions of the holy angels to bind all satanic forces here over the studio in Gainesville, here in East Aurora, New York, as well as where every, wherever anyone is listening, in their cars, in their homes, on their computers, on their laptops, on their phones, wherever they are, in their vehicles, so that they will not be able to interfere in any way with God's people being set free. Every demonic power. We, are, we further command in Yeshua's mighty name that all free demonic spirits, wherever anyone is, be securely bound and taken where Jesus sends them so they cannot interfere with the deliverance and healing that the Lord Jesus wants. And Father in heaven, I take we take authority from the third heaven where we are seated in Messiah and remind every demon that you must obey when you're called by name or your function or family name and you're to come out of God's people and go to wherever the Lord Jesus sends you. In fact, we command every demon to look up right into the face of the Lord Jesus at the right hand of the Father and look into his eyes. He will tell you where to go. And we also bind and block all demonic transference in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, and amen. All right, all spirits right now, stand at attention and leave God's people. All spirits of, un- of uh, unforgiveness get out of God's people in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. All spirits of unforgiveness get out right now. All the unforgiveness, all the bitterness... Come out of God's people right now. Root of bitterness. Get out of God's people in Jesus' mighty name. All root of bitterness, spirits. Come on out right now. All the root of bitterness. Angels go in and dig up those roots. We are God's people. We are the sheep of his pasture. Now get out in Jesus Christ's name. All the way out. All the bitterness. All the root of bitterness. Come on. All the way out. All the unforgiveness. Unforgiveness toward mother. All, forgi- all unforgiveness toward father, toward grandfather, grandmother. Come on out. In Jesus' great- great-grandmother, great-grandfather. Come on, move. All the way out. All, uh, all unforgiveness toward uh, anyone who has sexually molested you. We bind you in Jesus Christ's name. We forgive them. Now, come on out. We forgive her. Now, come on out in Jesus Christ's name. All spirits that came in, come on out in Jesus Christ's name. In fact, all molestation spirits can leave, too, in Jesus Christ's name. All sexual flashback spirits that keep the event going in the mind. Come on out in Jesus Christ's name. Out in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. All that bitterness, unforgiveness. Well, I'm going to get them back. They'll pay for this. All that retaliation. Come on out in Jesus Christ's name. All the way out. All the retaliation. Come on. You're doing good, sheep. Will against them. Fight them. Will against them. Will against them. Will against them right now. Come on, all the way out, all that bitterness, all that unforgiveness, all the retaliation and revenge. I'll get them. If it's the last thing I do, If I, I'll get them. They'll never, I'll never forget this. We break that curse, that self-inflicted curse in Jesus Christ's name. We ask forgiveness for saying that. <clears throat> we also confess the sins of the fathers and anyone who's ever said that. Come on out in Jesus Christ's name. All the retaliation and revenge spirits. Come on out. All the retaliation and revenge spirits. Come on out in Jesus Christ's name. (laughs) All the resentment. Retaliation. Cruelty. Cold shoulder. Come on out in Jesus Christ's name. Well, I'm just not going to talk to them. When we see them at the uh, family reunion, I'm going to put a cold shoulder to them. All the cold shoulder spirits. Come on out in the shoulder. In the mind. Come on out in Jesus Christ's name. All the cold shoulder spirits. Move it. Wormwood. Gall. Bitterness. Come on. Move. Resentment. Disgust. Rage. (laughs) All that anger. Come on out. Retaliation. Revenge. All the anger. Anger toward father. Anger toward mother. Grandmother. Grandfather. Come on out. All the spirits of anger. Come on. Wrath. They'll never get away with this. I'll hound them until the day I die. We break that curse in Jesus' name. we ask forgiveness for that thought and attitude. those words. We break that self-inflicted curse in Jesus Christ's name. But be ye kind, one to another, tender-hearted. We just lose spirits of tender-heartedness right now into us. Spirits of kindness we loose right now. all the way out. Come on, move. All spirits of murder, malice, jealousy, envy, suspicion. Suspicion, come on out! All the suspicion, all the cynical spirits. Well, this person treated me that way, and they were that ethnic group, and everyone in that ethnic group, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, they're not getting a fair shake with me because probably everybody's like that. I bind you in Jesus Christ's name. All the, all the, all the spirits, come on out in Jesus Christ's name. All the suspicion, suspicion, cynical, distrust, mistrust, come on out. These are God's people. These are men and women of God, young men and young women of God. These are children of El Elyon, the Most High God. Now, get out in Jesus Christ's name. Father, we ask you to send more angels right now to battle for us. Father, send more angels to torment these demons, to torment these spirits until they leave, to put pressure on them. Holy Spirit, strengthen our wills to want them out. All that bitterness toward... Ex-spouses, come on out in Jesus Christ's name. All the bitterness toward ex-spouses, out in the mighty name. All that ill will, come on out. I wish they were dead. I hope they die a horrible death and burn in hell. We ask forgiveness for that, for those thoughts, for those words. We break the curses in Jesus Christ's name. Come on out in Jesus Christ's name. That's That's not of the Lord. Come on, Jesus cried, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. Stephen cried the same thing, just like the Lord Jesus, the first martyr of the church. Come on out, that's not the Lord. That's not the Holy Spirit, that's an attitude of the unholy spirits. Come on out in Jesus Christ's name. All that suspicion, mistrust, distrust, easily irritated, annoyance, easily annoyed, all that wrath and indignation that we justify and say, well, this is righteous. It is not. Get out in Jesus Christ's name. All the way out. Come on, move. These are God's people. We are the sheep of his pasture. Now get out in Jesus' mighty name. All spirits of revenge, retaliation, cruelty. Well, they were cruel to me, so I'm going to be cruel to them. How dare they? Who do they think they are? I bind that Leviathan. I bind that pride in us right now in Jesus Christ's name. Back Leviathan, you can leave too. Come on out. All the way out. Will against the people. You're doing good. Will against them. Fight them. Make them go. Yawn them out. Will them out. Burp them out. Start coughing and retch them out. Retch them out. You're in control. You're the boss. We're in Christ. We're far above all principalities and powers. Now get out in Jesus Christ's name, demons. You're no match against our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You're no match for our Heavenly Father, you know, match for God the Holy Spirit. Get out in Jesus Christ's name. Jesus said, if I, by the, by, by the finger of God, cast out demons, then the kingdom of God is here. The kingdom of God is right now in our cars, in our homes, in our apartments, wherever, in our offices, wherever we are, the kingdom of God now is operating. Now get out in Jesus Christ's name, all the way out, all the way out, all the way out, all the way out. Come on, wormwood, bitterness, all the spirits of gall in the gallbladder. Come on out, all that bitterness and unforgiveness in the gallbladder. All that hatred for mother-in-law, father-in-law, sister-in-law, brother-in-law, out of God's people right now in Jesus Christ's name. All that malice and ill will. I'll never speak to them again. That's not the Lord Jesus Christ. Get out right now. We forgive, and we got to make it Right? And if they rebuff us, well, then now, now the ball's in their court, and we pray for them. But other than that, we do everything we can. Paul says to make peace with all men, especially those in the household of faith. Now, come on out in Jesus Christ's name. All the way out. All that bitterness, resentment, retaliation, and revenge, you get out in Jesus Christ's name. All spirits that are resisting, too, obstinate, impediment to this, come on out. Obstruction. Come on out in Jesus Christ's name. All that obstruction to forgiveness, come on out. All spirits obstructing. All spirits of blockages, all the blocking spirits, come on out in Jesus Christ's name. We will to forgive because we want to obey God's word. We want to obey and love the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on out. We don't want to grieve God the Holy Spirit. Come on, move right now. And grieve not the Holy Spirit by whom you were sealed until the day of redemption. Come on, put away all malice and bitterness and anger and wrath. Come on, all that anger, too, come on out. Especially hidden anger. I bind you in Jesus Christ's name. We confess the sins when we we've, we've went to church or we went to work or went, went somewhere and we hid the anger towards someone who was there. We hid our anger. We confess the sin right now. We repent of it. Don't want to do that. We want to be for real people. We want to be genuine people. No guile. Come on out in Jesus Christ's name. All that hidden anger, hidden wrath... Hidden bitterness, hidden unforgiveness, hidden root of bitterness, hidden retaliation, hidden ill will. I hope they get sick and die. I bind you in Jesus Christ's name. That's not the Holy Spirit. Now get out of us right now. We don't want that. We want them to get saved. And if they're saved, we want to see them get healed and delivered. We want God's blessing on them. We want God to double bless them, triple bless them. Now get out in Jesus Christ's name. That's what God wants to hear from us because He's forgiven us for so much. In Christ. In his son. Now come on out. All the way out. All the way out. All the way out. All the way out. All the bitterness. All the resentment. Out. We cover the gallbladder with the blood of Jesus. We cover every organ of the body that's hiding bitter spirits. That's working cancers. Come on out in Jesus Christ's name. Come on. All the breast cancer. All the testicular cancer. All the cancers in the body. Liver. Liver. Brain, lung, all the spirits in the in the kidneys, in the organs, come on out! All the all the cancer spirits, come on out of us right now in Jesus Christ's name. Cancer, cancer of the stomach, all the cancer spirits, all the crippling spirits, arthritis, come on out in Jesus Christ's name. Rheumatoid arthritis, crippling arthritic spirits, every demon that came in with bitterness and unforgiveness, come on out. All the way out. All the way out. These are God's people. We are God's people. We are the sheep of his pasture. We belong to the Lord Jesus Christ, God's Son, body, soul, and spirit. Now get out of us right now. All the spirits right now. Get out in Jesus' mighty name. Get out in Jesus' mighty name. Get out in Jesus' mighty name. Let God be true and every man a liar. Come on out in Jesus Christ's name. All the way out. We don't want to lie anymore. We don't want to be phony. All those false personality spirits can leave too that make us just false in who we are. We hide things. Get out in Jesus Christ's name. All the way out. The Lord Jesus wants to set us free tonight. God the Father wants to set us free tonight. The Holy Spirit is pushing these spirits up to the surface so they'll come out. Now get out in Jesus' mighty name. All the resentment, all the bitterness, all the unforgiveness, all the spite and ill will, Cold shoulder, hatred, malice, anger. Come on out. All the anger. We confess sin of angriness. We confess the sins of the fathers. All the ancestral sins and iniquities of anger. Out in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, demons. Hurry up. Hurry up. Move it out. You're going to go back to the boxes, cages, and caves. And demons, that's no fun. So You might as well make your job easier. Just get out. If you have to go to the Dungeon of the Dragon, well, go, go, go get your licking. That's, 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 that's what you get for following Lucifer. Come out of Jesus Christ's name. All the way out. You've been defeated by the blood of Jesus. You've been defeated by the authority and power of the Lord Jesus Christ. These signs will follow those who believe. Number one sign in my name. They will cast out demons. And the first thing we want to do is get our demons cast out. we would be working on that And then helping others get their demons cast out. Now, come on out in Jesus Christ's name. All the way out. All the way out. All the way out. We are God's people. We are the sheep of his pasture. Now, get out in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, demons. We're going to box you up in a few moments. So hurry up and get out. You get out of God's people. We uh, cancel and loose ourselves from any and all curses. Coming from the occult, from the Catholic Church, from Freemasonry, all Christmas curses, Mass of Christ, Roman Catholic Mass of Christ curses, all curses coming from Islam, all curses coming from the occult and those who practice the occult, the witchcraft of Harry Potter and all the witchcraft, we cancel, break and free and loose us. From all these curses in Jesus Christ's name, empowering you demons. In fact, we command curses to come on out. All the spirits of curses, come on out. The demons named, curse, come on out in Jesus Christ's name to keep those curses going. All the way out. All the way out. We are God's people. Jesus said, bless and do not curse. We don't curse back. We bless people. We let God take the revenge. He knows everything. Vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. Come on out in Jesus Christ's name. All the way out. Come on, David. Hurry up. You better move it. You better move it. Now come out in Jesus Christ's name. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Brother Shannon, it's top of the hour if you want to reintroduce, and, and then we'll uh, we'll box these things up.
1: Amen. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Omega Man Radio Network. We've got Pastor John Gogan on tonight. Agape Bible Fellowship. His website is agapebible.org. Uh, email pjservant at aol.com, and we're doing a live mass deliverance right now. Let me give it back to you.
0: Amen. Come on, all these spirits, hurry up, demons. It's just a matter of time. These people aren't giving up. We're not going to give up. Get out in Jesus Christ's name. All the way out. All the way out. These are God's people. Now you loose us and let us go. You loose us and let us go. Now, come on out. Right now, all the bitterness, all the resentment, all the resentment. Come on. We don't want to die of cancer. We don't want to die of, of uh, all the diseases that, that bitterness and unforgiveness brings into us. We don't want to be miserable. We want the joy of the Lord to be our strength. We want to be easily forgivers because that gets God's attention and it gets other people's attention. We don't want to be like the world. We don't want to be miserable. Come on, we want to please the Lord. Scripture says to delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. We want to delight ourselves in the Lord. Come on out in Jesus Christ's name. We don't want to delight and find joy, a twisted, perverted joy in being bitter toward people, hating people. We're supposed to love people and hate things. Hate, hate the devil and use things to God's glory, not use people and and love things. Come on out in Jesus Christ's name. All the way out. And love sin. Well, no, 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 no. We're going to hate sin. In fact, I just loose the truth of Psalm 139, 21 to 22, into each one of us. To hate what God hates, to abhor all that God abhors. To hate our sin as God hates it. Get out. Other spirits of repentance into us right now in Jesus Christ's name. To grant us genuine, help us with genuine repentance to sin. Because that's what drives the demons out. Sin strengthens the enemy within us. And causes more to come in. Opens those barn doors. Now come on out in Jesus Christ. Come on demons, hurry up. you got one minute left or it's back to the boxes, cages, and caves. One minute left. Now come on out in Jesus Christ's name. you got one minute. You've now have got 50 seconds. Now come on out in Jesus Christ's name. All the demons have commanded by name or by function, and whoever the Lord Jesus Christ wants out, in addition, we are more than happy to please him, and whatever he wants is what we want out. Holy Spirit, just set our wills perfectly in line with your will and with the will of God. God the Father and God the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now come on out, all the way out. Every demon, come on, 40 seconds, get out in Jesus Christ's name. Come on demons, we know you're tormented, we know you're tortured. Not just in the Dungeon of the Dragon, but before you're kicked out. Because we know these things are tormenting, the angels torment you, the light of the third heaven torments you in these enclosures. It's no fun and games anymore, demons. Now come on out in Jesus Christ's name. Hurry up, move it. All the way out. All the way out. All the way out. We want you to hate us, demons, like we hate you. And we want you to hate us as much as you hated Paul the Apostle in his life. Because we're known by our enemies, and we want to be known by you. Because we do nothing but put burrs in your saddles. Come on, demons, move, in Jesus Christ's name. Hurry up. Ten seconds. Ten seconds, demons. All the bitterness, all res- all the resentment, retaliation and revenge, ill will, spite, cold shoulder, hard heartedness. Get out of the heart. You're hardening the heart muscle. Come on out. Trying to give us a heart attack. Get out of Jesus Christ's name. Come on, move, 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 move. All that hard heartedness. Get out right now. You're doing good, sheep. Wretch them out. Cough them out. Make them go. You're the boss. You get the authority. Believe it. It's true. Apply it into your life in faith believing. All right, demons. Father, right now, as we close this time off together, we just pray in faith believing. And we ask for marriage of angels to come into us. Put every demon from the strong man on down to the lowest demon and rank power and form in enclosures that are 800,000 times too small. Seal them, squish them in. And uh, every 24 hours, may those enclosures even get smaller. We also pray that the angels, that be, uh, uh, these enclosures will be sealed with the blood of Jesus. We also pray that angels will assign themselves 24/7 to read scriptures they hate to hear, especially the future torment and hell fire. In fact, we just ask Father right now for the angels to go out and get on our side to go out and get uh, some some brimstone and sulfur from the lake of fire that's already been created. And to put it in front of these enclosures to drive these demons nuts. To remind them of where they're headed. And uh, because of your grace, Father, uh, where we're not headed. And the, the third heaven that we're going to forever. We also pray that uh, angels of life, health, healing, and restoration will come into us by the balm of Gilead. The oil of the Spirit and the blood of Jesus everywhere. To bring about full peace, full shalom in body and soul and heart and around our human spirits, where the Holy Spirit and the new nature reside. We also ask, Father, that as you cover us with the precious blood of your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, that we will be protected, our families, our loved ones, our respective church families, and uh, properties and possessions of which we have been made stewards for the kingdom of heaven, to use for the kingdom of heaven that uh, we'll be protected from any all satanic and demonic backlash for daring to come against the enemy. We also pray the Holy Spirit, that God the Holy Spirit will hold our hands, that the Lord Jesus will hold the other hand, and that we will be able to walk our freedom. And, uh, And now that some of these spirits have been kicked out, that we'll be able to choose not bitterness, but forgiveness. Choose kindness and not unkindness, especially those who hurt and disappoint us down the road and who've hurt and disappointed us in the past, because we forgive them, and we want to love them with the love of Jesus. We ask all these things in his mighty name, and all God's people said, Amen, Amen, and Amen. Amen.
1: That was a great Mass deliverance tonight, and
0: a a message, Pastor
1: John. Give out your contact information, please.
0: I would absolutely be delighted to, and again, I just want to thank everybody who is so kind to listen to uh, me and to the other uh, outstanding speakers Auto um, Omega Man Radio, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being, uh, you know, we could all be doing something else in terms of busyness, but we prioritize, we put prior, we put first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, that's obedience, as Jesus said. And then God puts these things in the, right in the rightful place. So I just really thank God for the Privilege and the opportunity, Brother Shannon Davis and his uh, great program to just be a part of it. And you know, all I am is one beggar telling another beggar where to find bread. And this case, the children's bread as well as healing. Mark seven twenty seven, Matthew fifteen, and as uh, we've indicated, you can get a hold of me at pjservant at aol dot com. at aol dot or you can call me at the church office, 716-655-5008. And you can also get a hold of uh, oh, probably six 700 different materials uh, from DVDs, CDs, a bunch of Pastor Worley CVD, CDs and DVDs. And um, we even have some old videotapes available if anybody still has VHS machines. And uh, having graduated to the newer stuff, no problem. And uh, you can order uh, through Agape Bible Bookroom, pay by PayPal, no problem, or send a check or money order. And we would be glad to get these great materials into your hands so that you can really uh, learn more of the truth that can truly set free. And, of course, um, agapebible.org is our website. Brother Shannon, it is such a joy to be on the air with you again. And uh, you're such a gentleman and a great host, and I just praise the Lord for you. Well, God bless you and Kathy
1: tonight, and uh, folks uh, support the ministry of Pastor John Gogan and Agape Bible Fellowship. Oh, Pastor John, give out your um, information on the upcoming
0: uh, workshop. Yeah, I've got a mini-workshop. It's not a full-blown weekend thing, but it's a mini-workshop held at a uh, church. Uh, in uh, Johnstown, New York. And again, you can call the church office, 716-655-5008. That's our number. And my uh, secretary and wife, Kathy, will be glad to give you any detailed information uh, that you need to get there, the address, phone number, contact person. And we would love to see you there. I'll be speaking on some basic, basic, basic uh, truths, uh, and you'll have an opportunity uh, twice to get some prayer, get some help, and would love to see you. I'd love to meet you personally, especially if you've been listening. And I can't see your face, obviously, on the Internet. So it's, uh, it's wonderful uh, that we have these things. And it's the uh, first, just remember, the first weekend, excuse me, the first week of January. And I believe it's a Tuesday and Wednesday night, the 4th and the 5th of January. And, you know, Brother Shan, a lot of people are kind of, Burnt out on the holidays, and they kind of like, well, you know, uh, (laughs) what what can I do next? And I'll tell you, fighting demons is is fun. I have a great time in uh, tackling these these uh, creatures and people. And again, it's not me. It's it's uh, I've always said that. You know, 80% of it is, you know, the Lord Jesus and the person really wanted to be set free because they've truly repented. But uh, we'll be glad to see you, give me, give you an agape Bible hug. And um, if you have uh, any people you know uh, in the Northeast, in the area, uh, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, uh, New York, uh, New England, uh would love to see uh, each one of you and uh, look forward to it.
1: Praise the Lord.
0: Well, God bless you, Pastor John. We'll see you next time on the show. Amen. God bless everyone, and uh, especially as we approach the new year, may it be heaven-centered and uh, God-glorifying.
1: Bye-bye. Amen. Folks, that was Pastor John Gogan of agapibible.org. I want to thank him for coming on tonight. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, we're going to have um, programs every night this week. Tomorrow we have John Kyle coming on from Montana. Friday, Pastor John Franklin. Saturday and Sunday, Dr. Pat Holiday Shouts out to Dr. Pat, uh, miracleinternetchurch.com, patholliday.com. I want to also um, thank uh, Pastor James Mobley for coming on in the uh, first part of tonight's show. If you missed that show, we did an early bird show at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and that's going to be in the MP3 archives uh, now as we speak, as well as this show and all others. Feel free to s- send these around copy them to your friends. Now, you know that I have launched a stereo stream. Uh, we are at 96K. I want to thank Rich for helping me get that set up. And uh, you can listen in stereo sound if you want to click that link, or you can continue to listen to this Blog Talk player, your choice. But in either case, make sure you uh, log in and join us in the chat room. Meet a lot of uh, new friends, old friends. And so uh, just praise God for everybody out there. I hope everybody has a great evening. And uh, we're going to see you uh, tomorrow night. I'm going to keep this stereo stream playing for a while, so if you'd like to test it out for the first time, you can hear some of the quality of the stereo stream. God bless you.